Welcome to the Stepping to the Edge podcast, juicy conversations about bravely stepping to the edge of your life to welcome in more health, fulfillment, and joy. I'm Stephanie Johnston, your host and also the founder of the Journey to Health and Happiness. I'm so glad you're here. Sink in and enjoy. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here with me. Today's episode is part three of the Blueprint to No More burnout. We are continuing today with more coffee and conversation. So if you're able, grab a cup of your favorite coffee or tea and join me cozy up and let's have this conversation. Our topic today is living life from overflow. This is where I'll wrap up this series with a metaphorical bow. If you haven't had a chance to listen to part one and part two of this series, I encourage you to go back and do that when you can. In part one of this series, I shared about goal setting, how to identify a goal that excites you, how to reveal what motivates you about that goal, and how to create anchors that will support you to continue to pursue your goal On the days when you feel like taking action just is too hard, like you just don't want to do it because I'll let you in on a secret friend. There will be those days. In part two of the series, I shared about sabotage and I gave you cues to identify how sabotage might be showing up in your life. I believe none of us are immune to sabotage. It happens consciously and even unconsciously as we begin to grow and change, as we begin to take action in the direction of the life of our dreams, sabotage will rear its head. The good news is now that you have these cues, now that you know what to anticipate, you'll be able to spot when sabotage might be happening and stop it in its tracks. Two juicy episodes. And today with this third episode, we're going to bring it full circle. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Okay. Let's get into it. Living from overflow is one of my favorite topics, and I am so thrilled to be able to share this with you. So what do I mean living from overflow? There's a vision that I often use, a visual, let's say, with my clients that I believe is helpful in illustrating overflow and what I mean when I suggest living a life from overflow. Have you ever been on a cruise or to a fancy wedding or maybe a New Year's Eve celebration and they bring out a champagne tower? Undoubtedly, there is a gorgeous table with silk, beautiful linens. And upon that table is row upon row of gorgeous crystal champagne glasses stacked upon each other to create the most beautiful tower. On its own, the tower is stunning, just like you. Then in a show of spectacle and ceremony, someone undoubtedly in a tuxedo, because remember, this is fancy, reaches to the top of the tower and begins to pour pour champagne into the glass at the top. Bubbles and fizz, the glass fills, and then what happens? Do you know? 
Yes, of course, you know, the champagne begins to overflow from that glass perched on the top of this incredible tower, and it pours into the glasses below it. Glass after glass, row upon row, each one filled with the overflow of the one above it, each one fulfilled from the fulfillment of the glass at the top. Now picture this, you are the top of the tower. You are that beautiful crystal champagne glass perched on the top of that tower. You are glorious. You are crystal. And as your glass is filled, it overflows out into the glasses of those you love, your family, your friends, your coworkers, even your business, your career, your creativity, your energy, every aspect of your life and all those within it. As your glass is filled, everything in your life also fills. This is what it is like when you live from overflow. This is what living from a place of overflow is like. Now, this seems like an easy concept to grasp, right? But in reality, it can be hard to place ourselves at the top of that tower, to visualize ourselves as the glass at the top of that tower. In many circumstances, we may even picture ourselves as the glass at the bottom of that tower, or that the tower is inversed, so that by pouring into others, we then get the remaining drips and drops at the bottom. As women, we are programmed, I'm talking about centuries of programming in our DNA, that our role is to pour into others, to always put others first, to be available to our kids, our families, our friends, our work, our career, our businesses, our communities. The list of those we serve goes on and on. This practice of filling everyone else's glass before our own has us running on the hamster wheel year after year, and you guessed it, it puts us right on the path to burnout. What happens when you show up solely for others, never investing in yourself? Eventually, you realize you're pouring from an empty glass. Your engine is empty. You are burnt out and you may even begin to resent those you love. Let's be clear. This is not your fault. I want you to pause here and show yourself some grace. If this is resonating with you, take a minute, take a deep breath and show yourself some love. You've put yourself on the bottom of the list, probably with no conscious intention. You pour into all aspects of your life from love. You desire to be a great mom, wife, partner, daughter, friend, coworker, business owner, creative. But the truth is, if your glass is empty, you have nothing to pour into others. And if you're pouring from an empty glass, even from a half full glass, what are those you love actually receiving? I can tell you, it's not the best of you. This empty glass version of you is exhausted, stressed, overwhelmed, maybe even complacent or resigned. How can I be so sure? Because this was my experience. 
for years, I prioritized my career above all else. I worked 60 hours a week. I was not taking care of my body or my mental health. I was living in a persistent state of stress. Those I loved were getting what was left of me on the weekends. And you know who she was? She was tired. She was exhausted. She was jet lagged, but she was trying her best. She was feeling guilty and she wanted so much more, but she didn't know where to start. It actually makes me emotional when I think of her. To think of me at that time, who I was, how I was showing up for myself and for my family, how mixed up my priorities were. On the outside, I was smiling and serving. On the inside, I was exhausted and I was so afraid to let anyone know. Does this resonate with you? Is any of this sounding like your experience? If it is, I'm so grateful you're here with me. This simple act of taking time to listen to a podcast for yourself is a beautiful step towards living a life of overflow. How so? Okay, let me explain. How do we do this? I believe intuitively we all know how. We've all heard the pour from a full cup analogy before. I'm sure this isn't the first time. So what stops us? What obstacles are getting in our way? What is blocking us from living that life from overflow that we desire? I want you to think back to the last episode, part two of this series where I shared about sabotage. I shared about the desire to feel acceptance and the behavior of prioritizing others over self. In that episode, I shared that we can sometimes make choices that are not in alignment with our goals or how we most desire to feel. You may be doing this because you're unconsciously seeking acceptance from others. This may be where we become overly generous with others. Sister, being overly generous may have to be a whole podcast in and of itself. You may also experience this as you prioritize others before yourself. We talked about that in episode two around sabotage as well. I've shared my experience of not properly caring for myself. This showed up in the foods that I was eating, you know, drive-throughs, too much coffee, eating on the road, not planning nourishing meals, the lack of focus on moving my body, exercising regularly, a lack of sleep, and most importantly, a lack of rest. You mamas out there, I'm sure you can resonate with this one. Your little ones need you. What seems like all the time. I remember those days of just wishing I could have 30 minutes to myself when our boys were small. If you are in this season, know that this too shall pass but also know that you are worthy of that 30 minutes you desire and it's okay to ask for help. So the bottom line here, what I am suggesting is a shift in your mindset, a shift in your behavior and a shift in your habits. If you're going to pour, pour from overflow, you first need to learn what fills 
your cup. Can we align and agree for a second here that as we move forward, we're going to talk about activities and exercises that support your physical, mental, spiritual health. But first we need to align. Self-care is not selfish. Second, let's agree that self-care, the nourishing of our body, mind, and souls looks different for everyone. Can we agree on these two points? I think we can. Okay. So now that we've agreed, we're ready to move forward to create our nourishment menu. What's a nourishment menu? Did you just raise an eyebrow? Did you think we were going to talk about self-care? Well, we are, but in a slightly different context. We are going to talk about what I like to consider nourishment. I believe we all crave pleasure, relaxation, adventure, even sweetness in our lives. It starts with recognizing that you deserve to experience all of these things. You deserve to relax. You deserve to experience pleasure. You deserve to have adventures. You deserve sweetness. You deserve it all. Say this out loud with me. I am worthy. Repeat that one to yourself. A nourishment menu is a list of activities or exercises that will fill your glass. This is the champagne that will fill your crystal glass and allow you to pour into the rest of your life, to overflow into the rest of your life. Your nourishment menu can look like anything that feels good to you. Remember, this list is unique to you, and it's also unique to the season that you're in. For me, in this season I am in, this, this list, my list, may look very different than yours, and that's okay. I encourage you not to select for your list things that you believe you are supposed to do. Self-care is one of the topics that triggers me, honestly. And part of that is because I believe women are being sold a narrative of what self-care is supposed to look like. A great example of this is a bubble bath. We hear this all the time. Run yourself a bath, soak in the tub, lay among the bubbles. That's self-care. But is it... I challenge this. If you love a bubble bath, which believe me, I do, a bubble bath, an audiobook, a glass of champagne, count me in. Then, yes, if this feels nourishing for you, this may be a beautiful way to express self care and to nourish your body. But if you find yourself laying in the tub, critically pointing out to yourself every flaw you see in your body, stressed, anxious, this is not nourishing for you. And it's okay to admit that to yourself and to begin to seek things that do fill your cup. Frankly, some people just don't like baths and that's okay too. So again, choose what brings you more joy. There's no pressure here. The nourishment menu is 100% unique to you. 
So allow me to share a few examples of what's on my personal nourishment menu to help you get started as you create yours. Take these if they feel good to you, leave them if they don't. Again, this is completely unique for you. So first on my list is going for a hike. I love to be outdoors. There is something so beautiful and peaceful for me about being out in nature. The sounds, the smells, the crunch under my feet as I walk through the trails. I love it. Being out in nature is just so fulfilling for me. It is one of the things that I absolutely love. And so it's on my nourishment menu. My second one, dancing around the kitchen. This just literally makes me smile as I say it. I love a good kitchen dance party, especially in the morning. I love to turn on some tunes. Recently, I've had Walker Hayes, his album on repeat. If you are not a country music fan, you do you, but I'm telling you, it's a good one. Put on a little fancy like and start dancing around your kitchen. You won't regret it. I dance, I make breakfast, I pack lunches, and I choose my vibe for the day. I fill myself up in that moment. Maybe it's only five or 10 minutes. It's me being silly and playful and dancing around the kitchen. I'm filling my cup. And the third one I want to share with you, and this one has been so impactful for me, is I buy myself flowers. I credit this one to my beautiful coach and mentor. She taught me this practice, and it is one that has become a favorite. I love flowers. I love having flowers in the house, but I would rarely buy them for myself. I loved receiving them. I loved giving them. I still love giving flowers, but rarely did I think about buying flowers for myself. And then my coach offered a different perspective. We talked about worthiness and how flowers make me happy. So friends, I buy myself flowers almost weekly now. I love to buy a big bunch of flowers and separate them out into smaller bunches and spread them out throughout our home. It makes me happy. It brings me joy. It fills my cup. So what fills your cup? Is it time alone? Is it reading a good book? Is it getting out for a walk? Is it dinner with girlfriends? Is it traveling? This is one for me that is an absolute hell yes. I love me some travel. I love the energy of the airport and being on a plane and arriving somewhere new. All of that experience fills my cup. Do you love spending time at your kids' baseball game or at the hockey arena? Do you love taking time to be creative? Do you paint? Do you write? Think about the things that fill your cup. What nourishes you? And as I begin to wrap this episode, I'd love to leave you with a couple of actions. This podcast is called Stepping to the Edge. It's an action, stepping 
And my intention is always to inspire and motivate you to take action on something you've learned or you've heard that resonates with you. With that said, I encourage you when you are done listening to this episode, take a couple of minutes to yourself while the ideas are fresh in your mind and create your own personal nourishment menu. Add items to the list. This list can be ever evolving and changing. Keep it on your phone or in your daytime or post it up on your bathroom mirror. Make changes to it seasonally, maybe even with the weather. We're coming into summer. How would your list look different now than it might look in the middle of winter? Remember, the only guideline is that you list things that fill your cup. And then I also want to challenge you. I challenge you to do one thing on your list in the next 48 hours. You are worthy. You are so worthy. Select one thing off your list and do it. Have fun, smile, and feel your glass filling. Sink into that feeling. Feel the glass filling. Imagine yourself as that gorgeous crystal champagne glass and you are being poured into. And once you've created your list, I invite you to come over to Instagram, send me a message, drop into the DMs. Let me know what's on your list. I always love to hear what other women find nourishing. It's so personal and it can spark creativity and ideas. I'd love to hear how this series, the blueprint to no more burnout, the idea of goal setting and anchors and self-sabotage and now living from overflow. How has this series of episodes resonated with you? What has been your greatest aha? I'd love to be in that conversation with you. So are you seeing the blueprint to no more burnout come full circle now? Let's reflect. Part one, episode one, understanding your why and knowing how you deserve to feel can be a powerful guide in setting your goals for the year. This is where we really sunk into how do we desire to feel and what is a goal that is going to empower that feeling. We identified anchors and we talked about what motivates us. What is our motivating factor that is going to keep us moving in the direction of that goal? In part two, episode two, we discussed being able to recognize the signs of self-sabotage, holding ourselves accountable to course correct, to facilitate more flow in our lives and to pursue what we desire and understanding that we are worthy. And here in part three, in the final episode of this series, living life from overflow. When we are filled physically, emotionally, spiritually, we are in a far better place to pour into and love those around us, to make good, good decisions for ourselves, to be successful in our work, and to be motivated to take action in our lives. This is what it feels like to step into your personal power. You are creating the life of your dreams. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to waste a minute of this life. 
I refuse to settle. I want to skid into the finish line of my life, proud of what I've created, knowing that I lived a life filled with joy, fulfillment, love, and so much abundance. It's time to step into your personal power and pour into yourself so you can pour from a loving and full, crystal, beautiful glass. As I wrap up, I desire for you to know how grateful I am for you. All of the beautiful messages and love you're sending about this podcast means so much to me. Friend, thank you for being here with me for this episode. I encourage you to go out there, take one small step today in the direction of your dreams. You are so worthy of all that you desire. And until next time, friend, I'm sending much love. Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review. Then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know would be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge. Or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health, and more fulfillment.